Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's Coach Bees, owner and founder of Beast Productions, and welcome to the Beast Production Podcast. Um, so you already know our goal is to bring empowerment skills together. That's what the acronym Beast stands for. So whether it's fitness and nutrition, you know, basketball tips, um, or even, you know, business skills that are transferable, you know, to your everyday living, we're just looking to empower. Um, on today's show, we have a guest speaker, but before I get into that, I want to give you some information about our sponsors. So the today's show is sponsored by Heart and Hustle Basketball. Um, and what they're doing, they're providing high-quality basketball training for as low as $12 a week. Um, they also have online coaching programs to where they're designing a program specifically for your skill set, whatever you're trying to accomplish, whatever goal that is, whether you're trying to improve your jump shot, become a better ball handler, or just improve your all-around game. They can help you with that. Um, so just go to Instagram at Hearts and Hustle Basketball and go ahead and go in his DM, you know, if you have any information about the program. And then also brought to you by Beast Production Fitness, sec of my company that I run. So anybody looking to get in shape or just learn the skills that it takes to be a healthy individual, whether you're trying to it's always good information to be able to apply it to your life to you know increase the longevity of your life so go ahead and give us a follow um at beast productions with a z at the end of that personal fitness page at sir bezus s-i-r-b-e-a-z-u-s all right and on today's show special guest you know one of my good friends since i've moved down to florida you know um, I always say, you know, God places people in your life, you know, for a reason, whether it's a blessing or a lesson. And this guy right here is definitely a combination of both. <laughs> now, this is my guy, my brother, man. JJ, what's going on, my guy? How's it going, you know, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. So, um, one, I want to thank you for, you know, taking the time out of your schedule because I know, you know, you're an entrepreneur doing your thing on the business side. But, um, I definitely wanted to talk to you more about, you know, your basketball background and um, and how you came up. So I know, you know, you set some records, you know, at Lake Ware and Ocala, um, where you went to high school at. So talk a little bit about your high school playing career and how that was for you. Uh, high school was different. Um, originally, I'm from Hartford, Connecticut. So I came down to Ocala when I was young. Um, I started playing basketball. Uh, really my freshman year, and I played four years of varsity. Um, when I got to my senior year, I really started to to branch out more in the state and get noticed. Uh, as a little guard, I did uh, set a record for the most assists ever in school history, part of 1,000 Points Club, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we went to the state playoffs and went to the semis. We actually lost to Oak Ridge. Uh, but that was the first time the school actually went anywhere in the last 30 years. Wow. Um, I was District Freud Player of the Year, ESPN Player of the Week, six consecutive weeks in a row. Um, I had a, I would say I had a good career, man. Oh, that's good to hear. So, so it's interesting, you know, with, you know, with the, uh, with the accomplishments that you've had, I can, I can assume that you were recruited, and if so, like, how was that process? You know, at, at what grade? you know, did they start, did school start contacting you? If they contact you, contacted you, you know, just kind of give us a little snippet on that recruiting process for you. 
believe it or not, man, uh, I really found my own school. I was my own, what well, was my own outreach as far as recruiting went. Uh, my sophomore or junior year, I had a few uh, smaller schools reach out to me, but it was nothing that I really wanted. Um, as a young man, I knew I wanted to get a scholarship and I knew I wanted to branch out, but I didn't know how to do it. Um, one of my one of my close uh, friends and my assistant coach, actually, um, he played for FIU down in Miami. So we took our time. We made film. We got it out before my senior year. Thank God. And uh, and by uh, my senior year, I probably had 32 opportunities to go play basketball at the next level. Mm -hmm. So so that's interesting, you know, um, because a lot of players, you know, going into their senior year, they kind of freak out, you know, if they don't have any offers or any looks. But you didn't get your look until, you know, your senior year began. I mean, obviously, you started sending out films. So, you know, being able to play, because there's some kids that I train, you know, and if they don't have these looks, you know, they feel pressure when they're playing. You know, did you feel any type of pressure like you were kind of playing – for a scholarship every night that you've been out there? I, is, that, is that a mindset? I've, all, I've always felt that way. Like, I've always felt like every night someone was watching. But honestly, I was always playing more high, against high-caliber talent. So in my head, if I could outbeat the guy that was going to UMass or a guy that had a well-known name, only thing that could do is lead me into a better opportunity. So it was no pressure. Um, I just felt, felt it more to be an opportunity, and I just wanted to take that opportunity mm -hmm. at all costs. And that's and that's huge. You know, that, that goes with the mindset, you know, just just stepping up to the challenge, you know, because, you know, not so focused on, you know, college is finding you because I, I've always been under the notion that if you can play, somebody's going to find you. Somebody's going to be able to notice you. But it doesn't matter if you're not, you know, putting in that work night in and night out, you know, come game day. You know, you're so worried about offers. You're not, you know, watching film to, you know, notice what your opponent's doing and, and different things like that. So that's interesting to hear that perspective. Um, so was was there a point for you that, you know, you were you were like, okay, I'm looking at schools. Okay, maybe I'm not good enough to go D1, but there's some other avenues, you know, can you kind of take me through that process for you? Going to my senior year, I did um, – I, I found out actually about the NCAA Clearinghouse and what I needed. Uh, thank God I was a high GPA kid and the majority of all those accolades were filled, but a lot weren't. Um, and I could not take Spanish in order to, to actually go to the few D1 looks that I did have. Um, so I was like, what do I do now? And where I'm from, usually you have some opportunities that, that are like very good and some are, if it's not D1, it's nothing. Um, mm. I kind of swallowed my pride in that sense, saying that I just wanted to go to school and I figured it out, and I wanted to at least go to a Division II. Um, I know I needed, even for a D2, I needed majority of uh, requirements fulfilled in order to get there, but that was my goal. Um, I, I hate to say uh, you're not changing your dreams, but you have to adjust your goals. Sometimes you have mm -hmm. to in order to at least pursue what you need. Oh, that's, that's very true. That's factual. You know, it's still – you know, if you if you set a goal, just because you change your plan to attain that goal doesn't mean that you have to scrap the goal in, in its entirety. You just, like I said, just change the plan. Now, that's cool. That's cool that you had that you had that mental fortitude and, and the and the wisdom to to understand that it's not D one or nothing. You know, D one or bust. You know that there were other avenues. That's cool. Um, so where would you rank if you had to rank it? 
let's just say we had a numerical scale, one to ten, one being um, not as important, ten being crucial, imperative. Where would you rank um, the necessity for having film um, to be able to send out to coaches during the recruiting process? I would rank it at about an eight. And I say that for two reasons. One, um, I've seen guys on film be extraordinary and they would come to a workout or a practice and look average. But their film at least got them the opportunity to get there and actually play in front of a coach. I feel if you have the film, that opportunity will, let me persuade itself, but you just have to perform. Mm. Especially if you can get a coach to actually come out and see you um, actually start to to be friends with coaches and other people around you. Um, It's a good look for you when you go to that school next year. Right. It's kind of it's kind of like you use the film as bait. That's the bait, you know, <laughs> basically get the yeah. fish with your coach on the hook, right? And then from there, you just got to reel them in. You just got to perform. If they come to your games, you got to perform. If they're coming to your AAU games and watch you there, you got to perform. You got to reel them in, continue to reel them in. It's going to be a process. They're not going to offer you on the spot just off the film. You know, there's other things you got to do. Um, so let's fast forward. Um, so you end up going to St. Thomas. Right. You know, starter as a freshman, you know, you had some family issues that happened after that. And then you ended up finding another school. So take me through that process, you know, from going, you know, you're playing college basketball to taking time off from basketball to find another school. Like, how did that process go? Did you have to send out more film? Was there emails that needed to be sent? Did somebody put you on or how did that go? Basically. Basically, I had to do it all. Um, and even getting to St. Thomas was an obstacle. But when I was there, uh, I came in at 135. Uh, before the season started, I was 185. So I put on close to 50 pounds. Um, St. Thomas was a great program. I loved it. But at the same time, they had to make a business decision when I had family issues. Um, my dad actually uh, had a heart attack and was recovering. And I had to make a decision. Was I going to choose the family that I just became a part of or my own? And I had to swallow my pride and, and take that decision. Uh, St. Thomas, uh, they made a business decision. Um, they basically told me I could come back, but there's not a possibility I'm going to have a scholarship. So I had to look at other avenues. Um, basically, um, I took a year off. I just worked. Um, actually, I worked with kids. I worked for a YMCA, uh, did a lot of programs there. And a lot of guys actually guided me to different schools from there simply because I still had film from our prior school. So film definitely played a big role in that alone. Um, Didn't have uh, as many offers as I did uh, coming out of high school. So I actually had to go to different schools and try out and work out and see which ones want me and kind of make my decision from there. I guess as you get older and with time, people just want to see what's in front of them. Right. Yeah, and that's that's cool because, I mean, it ended up working out for you because, you know, you go to Wells College, you know, which is in, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Hartford, Connecticut, right? Mm, actually, uh, Wells is in upstate New York. Upstate New York. Oh, so near uh, near Sy- Syracuse area. Oh, okay, okay. And and you had a very successful career there, you know, sixth overall in rebounds, eighth overall in school, you know, scoring history, top shooting percentage of all time, you know. Um, all-time assist leader. So take me through your college years and I guess like your progression as a player as the years went on because obviously 
you know, as you get older and the more experience you get playing at a higher level, you obviously – your IQ for the game increases, your feel for the game increases. So kind of take me through that progression from your sophomore year to um, your senior year. Basically, it was a huge adjustment for me. Um, being in a part of a complex system at St. Thomas. St. Thomas was an NAIA Division One at the time, and uh, this was an NCAA Division III. Um, size was a di- was a big difference. Um, I had to handle the ball a lot more, believe it or not, at a D three than I did at an NAIA Division One, mm. uh, which we which we actually beat a few D one schools. So um, it was it was very interesting to me. Like I I already I was very always good with X's and O's. A, a guy from Penn State actually uh, taught me the game anyway. Um, but being there kind of made the game actually seem like I I individually had to to be on point. St. Thomas made it seem as almost you were one family, one team. Um, if you did this right, everything was going to fall in place. This was, we've never been to a championship before. So in order for you to take us there, we need you to do different things and aspects that you're not used to. You just can't score all the time. You have to be a passer. You just have to get everyone involved. So I have to make sure every, I'm going to Go interject just for a moment because it's interesting that you said, you know, at one school, they had a certain agenda where you played a certain role. And you go to another school where your role is totally switched. And, you know, that's it's interesting because, you know, high school guys, you know, when they're in high school, you know, you know, they might be the man at that school. When you go to college, it, it might you might have a totally different role. So I just I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just wanted to, you know, kind of shed light on that because that's huge. You know, being able to transition from, you know, for you being able to play in a system to you going to Wells and you pretty much they're looking at you to be that guy you know yeah I mean like it's it's a step up of responsibility that every player wants but to be ready for that is another thing just once again it's just the work you put in if you always put in hard work it's just another it's just another way to, to get it in the right way learning the x and o's spending extra time with coaches um working on your game a lot more actually using like in-game moves actually within the plays you learn because you can do heck of moves but basically if it's not in the system that you're running in you may never get it off right so so just that adjustment alone just put me at a at a different mindset and and believe it or not I'm thankful for the switch it it made me a better man today actually learning those lessons yeah no that's cool and you you had you know had a successful high school high school career successful college career and, I mean, you still got game. I mean, we run leagues. We run leagues down here, and we still run into this day, man. So, so man, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. I definitely want to have you on here more, man, because I know we talk a lot, you know, about the spiritual side of life and, you know, just different core values and disciplines that you need to have in order to be successful daily. So, I definitely want to, you know, have you back on the show. You know, if you'd be willing, I'm pretty sure the listeners out there would probably be be willing to hear you. You know, I can only stand you for a little bit of time. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'll be glad to, man. It's an honor, actually. I appreciate it. All right, cool, man. Like I said, everybody, this is my boy, J.J. Walton, man. Go ahead and give him a follow. Go ahead and um, shout out out yourself. You know, go ahead and uh, promote your personal IG and what you do currently. Uh, all right. Uh, basically, right now, I am a health insurance advisor within 35 states. So 
Um, I pull up every available policy within the state for a person. And I try to find something within their price range that works for them personally or them and their pa their families. Um, my IG is JJ, un well, actually J underscore journey, uh, basically. And I try to do social media outreach as much as possible, but at the same time, and health insurance is a biggie at this point. I mean, especially if you if you are healthy and in the gym, anything can happen to you at any given point. So, definitely give me a follow. Right, right, and I appreciate that because you know, once you turn twenty six, for those who don't know, once you turn twenty six, <laughs> you on your own. Times. You are on your own. <laughs> you are on your own, and it's real. And if you don't pay that, you don't pay that health insurance. When you go to come tax time, man, listen. Some people get raped, man. It's crazy. <laughs> but these, it's really crazy, and, and it's crazy because these are things we aren't taught. I knew nothing about health insurance until I was close to turning twenty six, and my mom's like, "Hey." you know, uh, you're going to be off the insurance too. And I'm like, what? Like, you're disowning me now? Like, you don't love me? What's going on? Like, <laughs> She's like, no, it's just the rules. You're like, you have to get your own insurance. And, you know, me being a business owner, I'm like, okay, now I have to think, you know, even bigger because, you know, as I'm bringing on employees, am I going to set up a system to where they can get healthcare through the business? So, you know, am I just going to have my own personal healthcare? Is it even worth Having that option, you know, we we briefly expounded upon, you know, those topics as uh, when I had my consultation. But it's just interesting because we aren't taught these, you know, these skills, you know, in no, man. high school. Or even Believe it or not, most, uh, most, most people aren't usually. Uh, that's the most important thing that I do do. Like, I, I try to educate uh, before I actually try to find policies. That way people are knowing, like, one, how their insurance works. Because I know a lot of people who actually have insurance and, and doesn't know how it works. Like, how do I use it? Do I bring it to the doctor this way? Do I pay this before this happens? They have no idea. So sometimes it's, it's better to just, let me take a step back, educate whoever on the insurance that they're getting, how to use it, and always be an outlet for them, man. Like, I try, I'm, I'm really trying to be a great person um, beyond anything because I know how that feels. I actually have my dad have a heart attack uh, when health coverage doesn't work the way you want it to work. <laughs> That's cool. You have that transparency with 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 all your clientele. That's good. Um, like I said, man, I don't want to take too much of your time. Some of you going to the gym. I'm about to go to the gym myself. So I appreciate all y'all for listening in. Go ahead and give us a follow on IG at Beast Productions. B E A S T P R O D U C T I O N Z. And my personal IG page at Sir Beezus. S I R B E A. Z-U-S. And we're signing off. JJ, my guy, have a good night. You as well, man. Appreciate you, man. And we're All signing right. off. Peace.